Hello, Dodger fans. Welcome back to another edition of Dodgers Wrap 360. Dodgers bats came alive on the road this week. We hope it continues in a huge homestand coming up at the ravine. We'll talk all about it tonight on Dodgers Wrap 360 by AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah. Here's his coming. Yeah. Little, little Jolene by Dolly Parton in honor of your moms. Yes, uh, I just bought her tickets to see Dolly Parton at the Hollywood Bowl for what her Mother's Day. good son. <laughs> what a good son. So one of her favorite performers. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, aside from her son, she's obviously tuning in here on uh, Dodgers Rap 360. So, of course. You know, I mean, <laughs> clearly it's not a Sunday show at the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> But uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I hope you're tuning in here for uh, a little Dodgers baseball talk. Uh, Dodgers, pretty good road trip this week. A winning road trip. You can't yeah. sn uh, snuff your nose up at that. Three and two trip. Uh, seems like the bats are showing up a little bit. Hopefully they're here to stay. Hopefully they're here to stay. <laughs> but, you know, as as Kirsch was talking the other day in his post game, it's like, okay, we're kind of a 500 team. Or what are we now? One game over 500? One team? game over 500, yeah. 16 to 15, I believe. You're right. Yeah. And But still in the mix in that NL West. And, you know, he was saying, like, we just haven't seemed to be getting all those uh, facets, yeah. you know, going at the same time. Hitting. Pitching, relief pitching, you know, basically those passes. But today they look pretty decent. Today they brought yeah. home a win, uh, four to two, uh, over those hated Jays, or at least they hated in my book. And we were able to take two <laughs> out of three in Toronto. That's pretty good out of a split in Tampa. So, uh, you know, you got to take a three two road trip. You're going through interleague play in the tough black and blue AL East. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's nice. It was nice. I mean, and they and they had actually a good opportunity to win that other Tampa Bay game, which they kind of blew. Unfortunately, the unfortunately that was the first bad outing Blanton's had. I hope I did not jinx him. Yes, <laughs> last yes. week he, uh, he uh, <laughs> gave up that bomb to yeah. who? Uh, oh, I thought that was in the. Uh, did he blow two this week? Because he no, gave he up just, that he, bomb the he, other night to uh, Pala. Uh, the three-run bomb to make it 5-2 on Friday night. Oh, yeah, it was Friday night. Then. Yeah, yeah, Friday night. Oh, so uh, no, Tampa. Um, Baez blew the game in yeah. Tampa. That's what it was. Baez blew that game. Sorry. Baez still kind of still in the circle of trust, it seems, though. Him and Blanton, they're in the circle of trust. And Hatcher. Hatcher came in today. And Hatcher still put, pitched the good seventh today, right? Well, he still put three people on base in his one inning mm -hmm. of work. It's just no one came around to score. That's, to me... I told you, I think I said it before, whip to me with relief pitchers means everything. Because right. if they're putting guys on base, at some point it will average out that those guys come home to score. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's whip and inherited runners allowed to score. Yeah. Those are the big things for the, for the relievers. <laughs> but, you know, all in all, a pretty sound week for the bullpen. You know, <laughs> blow-ups here and there. But from what we've been used to, still kind of, you know, trending in the right direction. Yeah. Um, what's good to see is the bats coming around. Because, you know, Aegon, you know, was yeah. in an 0 for 20 slump when we had this show last week. And he, he jumped out of that with two hits uh, yeah. right away in their first game in Tampa. A few RBIs. I think, what, three RBIs in that game? That was nice. Uh, did he have RBIs in that game? Yeah, okay. I believe so, yeah. 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 Um, but he didn't hit a homer until the, the following game, right? Was that it? Yeah, and Justin Turner finally got off the uh, 
Justin Turner off the home, yeah, run, off slide. The home run slide. We got uh, Howie Kendrick hitting yeah. now. Today he, he had the big hit today. Yeah, huge hit today uh, to go knock in the go-ahead run. And in that game, that first game on the road trip, that first Rays game where they exploded for 10 runs on 13 hits, he had a full, full hit yeah. day on that day. So it looks like he's hopefully coming out of it a little bit. You would hope so. I mean, and like that was especially after that dreadful uh, row, uh, homestand, excuse oh, me, a, a <laughs> one, one in six, six homestand yes. <laughs> where they combined for 12 runs over the seven games. It was nice to see them explode in their first game on the road for, you know, uh, 10 runs on 13 hits. Yeah. So that, that was good to see. So you hope that's a step in the right direction. Um, you know, and, and a decent game pitched by Casimir in that one going oh, yeah. back. Yeah. He did. So um, that's good to see. Th- this to me was Maeda's worst outing. He only gave up the two runs, but he had four walks and I believe six hits in that game. Uh, he didn't get the loss. Maeda? Yeah. Oh, okay. We're think, fast forward in this week. Yeah, so he uh, was, uh, what, was that the second Toronto game, right? Yeah. I, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. No, Saturday? First, game? It was the first game. It was the Friday game. Okay. okay. That was, uh, uh, to me, that was his worst outing this year. He didn't pitch bad. He yeah, just, he it, didn't it pitch bad. It, it just wasn't, uh, he was walking a lot, you know, walked four walks. That's. You know, he hasn't really been putting guys on, so... Yeah. But it was still, like, you know, six innings of two-run ball. So yeah. that's still uh, what they call a quality, quality start. start in the business. And they really should knock it down to six innings and two runs as opposed to six and three. Or really even seven and two. Or equate seven and two as a different style, like an ultra-quality style. Cool. But I think we've talked about that before. <laughs> but my eight has obviously given him a chance every time out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's great to see. You know, and, and the fact that we talked about last week maybe Casimir and Wood kind of turning a corner uh, with, like, respective mechanic stuff. And, you know, I know Wood's line wasn't that good this, this week, but he actually did not pitch bad if you watch that game. He just had... He just a couple pitches hung. That was really right. what it was. His placement wasn't bad. You're right. His placement wasn't bad at all this week. Well, it was on like three pitches, yeah, and they, they just well, that, all got home. I think the the ball just didn't move on those on those particular pitches, and he just got whacked around. But Casimir yeah. did pitch a really good game this week. I thought this was the best aside from the opening Padre series of the season. Right. This is the best he's pitched. No question. And it's good to see. And that was his 100th career win. Yes. <laughs> so maybe he had a little bit of his uh, going up against his former team. You know, <laughs> he had his, his best stuff going. And I think six and two-thirds, that's his longest outing in the season, I believe. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah. So And that was good. And he had seven, uh, nine Ks and one walk. So yeah. that's always good to see. They did scatter around seven hits and four runs. <laughs> but he, he does look good. So, you know, it's – I think, you know – it's good for Casmir to come around because they're not going to pull him anytime, fa- uh, anytime quickly. No. You know, so um, no Woods at the back end. Wood and Stripling are the ones who are on the short leash. The short leash, yeah, yeah. For for when you hear hear those footsteps coming up, yeah. You know, footsteps we thought might be like, uh, you know, uh, Ryu, but he's just got transferred to the sixty day DL, so he's uh, going to be out a but, lot longer. But McCarthy still looks like he's set to come back, and um, Bolsinger pitched in Triple A, right? Uh, today, not a good outing in Triple I believe he gave up three runs in three innings. Hmm. But uh, he is, but you know, I think it was it's his first start since coming off the yeah. DL. So and rehab stats are all about, especially the first one, are all about. How do you feel yeah. after it? So that's good. I mean, and, and that gets back to that uh, starting pitch of depth that the Dodgers were talking about earlier in the year, you know? So 
In case you guys don't know, you should be used to it now. This is Joshua Gershon. I'm Mike Conley. This is Dodgers Rap 360. We've been uh, chatting here uh, every week here with your rudderless discussion on all things Dodgers. Uh, Josh, what's your uh, Twitter handle, just in case people want to tweet us up? Mine is uh, at uh, Gersh13, just the first part of my name, G-E-R-S-H-1-3. There you go. So hit them up on the Twitter if you want to steer our rudderless discussion <laughs> in a different direction. We're always game for that, no doubt. So Stripling is a guy like where you have all these guys on the mend in the starting rotation, like we were saying. It it seemed like to this point that, you know, Stripling, just because of his lack of pedigree, and Wood, just because he's been pretty inconsistent up and down, probably be the most too likely to go. But Stripling was great again today. He was great today. He's showing no signs of running down. Six innings, one hit, the one run. And, it, you know, it was, a, it was a really manufactured run. I believe uh, was it Pilar doubled today, and then they moved him over and scored on a ground out. Right. You know, six strikeouts, no walks. He looked great today. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 nice to see, and so now it's like, and also I thought Maeda, even though you know he had the four walks and stuff, it I do like him having the extra rest because you don't want him to burn out you want him to be there at the end of the year when oh, you yeah. need him. and if he's used to like these japanese pitchers are pitching one day a week i think you got to kind of try and keep him to that whenever you can yeah. so this is what i repro- i propose young josh what and is you that? let me know what you, what you think of this oh, okay is obviously the horse of the staff mr kershaw pitches every fifth day but then you kind of have this hybrid six man rotation where Everybody else, there's five for four spots, and they just fill in whenever they can. Moving forward, so once McCarthy or Bolsinger comes back up. Right. I mean, I could see that. I don't s- think I'm putting <laughs> Bolsinger in for anybody right now, but McCarthy I would consider. Yeah, Bolsinger, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I like Bolsinger, but what, his fastball tops out at 91, maybe? Right, <laughs> right. It, he... He worries me, I should say. I should put it that way. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I went to a couple games last year where he actually pitched really good. But he's always on the borderline of, like, getting hammered. Not just give up a run or two. He's, like, on the borderline of, like, I got out of trouble. You know, I had three guys on base and somehow got out of trouble. Like, yeah. he's on that kind of borderline. Yeah. So he does worry me a little bit. McCarthy, I mean, the trouble is with McCarthy, we basically haven't seen him pitch in two years. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. So I think, like... Even with either one of those guys coming back off an of injury, you do want to kind of monitor. Yeah, you, you know, want to ease them in. Exactly. Yeah. So if they pitch once every eight days, that's a little better on the arms, I would say, than uh, you know once every five. And you know that helps. You know, not Stripling, who's yeah. obviously going to be monitored innings wise, and Maeda, who should be. Yeah. And frankly, even Casimir who I don't really see throwing 200 in the innings this year and will be lucky to get 175, 180 out of him. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's like... It's I, just basically throwing in an extra guy just to help preserve the right. rest of the staff. Exactly. Because Kershaw's going to be Kershaw. And you couldn't convince him to not start every fifth game anyway. It's like There's right. no way he would ever do that. Plus, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have the best player in baseball. You have a significant investment into him. And he's 
throwing the lights out. Yeah. You know? I mean, what he 10Ks again. 10Ks Like, again. not even his sharpest game, no. you know, on Saturday. <laughs> but he just finds a way to win. And Toronto is no joke of a lineup. Oh, no. That lineup is very potent. <laughs> so he does it. What, did he go seven innings and two runs? Or is that what he, what he did on Saturday? Uh, was it seven or six? I can't remember if it was seven or six, actually. Let's take a look here. But it was the two runs. Um, what he... He had the six hits, but the ten strikeouts, no walks again. Uh, I think he had one walk, right? No, he had no walks. No walks. It's the four. Ten walk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And he did go seven. Scattered yeah. eight hits, somehow. <laughs> yeah. So that's crazy. That's four straight of double digit. Yeah, four straight strikeouts. games of at least ten strikeouts and no walks. First pitcher since Nomo, Dodger pitcher since Nomo to do it. Now, and Nomo did it in 1995, which I believe was his rookie year. Wait, wait, wait. He, I mean, because he, had, it's not four straight of, because because that fourteen inning game, the fourteen K game last week, he had one K, one walk, I believe. So I think it's fourteen four straight with double digit Ks and one or less. No, I'm all, I'm positive it's four straight with none. Really? Yes. Because I was reading some stuff where he was the first person to get four straight starts with double digit Ks and one or less walks since last year, Strasburg. And then the last person to do that before Strasburg was like 1900. Oh yeah, that was uh, that was with that had to do with run support. Was that? Yeah, I think it was oh. something with the run support. I can't. Interesting. Remember. <laughs> Interesting. But, but well, tweet at Gersh yeah. <laughs> 13 if you guys can bring this any clarity. But he now has 64 strikeouts to three, three? walks. That's insane. <laughs> That's 20, 21? 21? Yes, 21. 21. 21 to 1 ratio. That's insane. That is. So he's going to set a re- record on that. Oh, he's got to. I mean, that's did. like Eckersley esque. And he was a, when he was a closer. <laughs> yeah, was, you know, that, that's like what he would do an entire season. He'd be like 60, 60, and f- 60 versus 5, and everybody would be like amazed. Oh, actually, you know what? You are right. It is the fourth straight start with ten, at least 10 Ks. And that's the first pitcher, and he's the first Dodger pitcher to do so since uh, Nomo in 95. Mm-hmm. You were correct. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. But 64 to 3, I mean, it's... It's, it's unheard it's, of. It's, you know, and he was saying the other day after the... <laughs> this is why you got to love this guy, because he's just so humble <laughs> to go along with being so amazing. In uh, his, like, postgame, he's saying, like, nah... Wasn't really sharp today. Fast, fastball command wasn't really where I want it, and all this stuff. And like, it wasn't very good. So I had to kind of muddle through it a little bit. And he's holding <laughs> one of the most explosive lineups in baseball to two runs over seven. Yeah. Like everybody would. And still struck out ten. Yes. Everybody would just kill. And for even that Dave line. Roberts after the game said he didn't have his sharpest stuff. Right. And it's like, well, that, it's hard to get much sharper than that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to think, you know, the skips listening into uh, uh, Clayton's post. And he's just kind of reiterating what he says. Because, I mean, how can anybody tell from a dugout that that guy isn't just throwing BBs? Yeah, I, you know? I know, seriously. I mean, you can't trust the umpire. <laughs> oh, man. But what is exciting, because Kirsch has been there all year. And really, like, the starting pitching on a whole has been pretty good this year for them uh you know casimir's had some rough ones and so hasn't wood but i do think both those guys have turned a corner now uh despite wood giving up the three bombs it was really it just seems like every mistake he makes even if he only makes three they're getting hit hot yeah and they got put in the seats the other day but i still want him in the rotation but ryu that's kind of a a little bit of a setback he got moved over to the 16 day dl it's uh yeah and I, this is what I was worried about earlier. I said, is he just going to be 
hurt. Now, is this just who he is? Is he always going to be hurt? I, I mean, was he hurt originally? They said the shoulder problem he pitched with uh, not uh, last year before he went out, you know, went out for the year with the surgery that he had the problem before in the playoffs. Yeah, that he already had the issue with his shoulder. But now it's not the shoulder anymore. Now it's the groin. Now it's now he's having other problems. Now it's not right. just the shoulder anymore. Right. So you got to wonder what's going on with him. And they're not they're not very forthcoming with information about yeah. him either. <laughs> but I I say be safe. You know, I mean, like we say, but the, he's the, only 26, 27, I believe. Okay. You? I believe he's only twenty seven. Actually, I think he's twenty seven. All right. So yeah, you. If still... I had a guess, I would say twenty eight. But I'll go with All you right, on twenty seven. Yeah. Um. So. There is some leeway here to make sure he's fully healthy when yes. he comes back. And you should. You know, especially where you're not playing your best baseball, so you would think, and you're hovering around that 500 line, but it still puts you in the mix yeah. in that division around the lead. Oh, yeah. What are they, like, one game out right now? Yeah, so. I think the Giants. Did the Giants win today? I did not. I don't remember. I didn't I see if they won that. today or not. I do not know that. But uh, they were, I mean, the Giants were only one game over 500, and Colorado was one game under 500. So and then the Diamondbacks right. are in last place. Right. Yeah. So they're still in the mix, and uh, and even the Diamondbacks aren't that far out of <laughs> right. being last. It's very bunched up. Yeah. Very bunched up. Um, one one thing that was encouraging this week to hear, and uh, we've been hearing about it every week because we talk about it every <laughs> week because we see this kid and uh, what he's doing down in Oklahoma City, and that's Carlos Urias. Yes. And it's like Julio Urias. Sorry. Yes. Who the other is? Hello. Red Sox fans sitting in. Uh, <laughs> but Urias is like, I mean, he threw like six innings of no hit ball last week. Yeah. And, like, is that, and so, I mean, he was that like Saturday or Friday or something? It seems like he has the stuff. Yeah. And his ERA is only 188, I think, right now in yeah. AAA. And he's had six starts. I think something around there. Five, right. six starts. And his ERA is 188. I mean,. He's a lefty, throws hard. Yeah. Uh, there is talk about, Roberts himself said there's talk about moving him to the pen, to have and, him pitch out of the pen. And that's what we've been talking about. Yeah. That's what we've been talking about. Uh, you know, for, for as long as this show has been, uh, <laughs> like, going from half half through, through the year last year. But that's because this kid's such a talent. We see, like, uh, you know, you look at the blueprint in the National League, like the Cardinals, and they did stuff like that with Carlos Martinez. Yeah. Even Wainwright when he was coming and up. And even uh, Waka. Didn't they bring Waka, I think, originally right, out of right. the bullpen? Yeah. Same deal. Same deal. So what I would like to see them do is, you know, keep him down, you know, and make sure this kid knows, like, we foresee you as a starter. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, that's where your future is going to be with this team. And, you know, keep him pitching that five or six innings, but don't lengthen him out because he, they're going to want to take care of his arm too. And it would be nice to have innings pitched towards the end of the year. Then you bring him up, September call-ups. You make him, you know, in that mix. You throw him a seventh inning, an eighth inning now and again, Ooh. and see what he's got. You know, it reminds me of the time in, uh, I want to say it was 08 or 09, and David Price came up. As a reliever, after like I think maybe uh, a year in AAA, you know, much like Urias is doing, and like just came up and was because nobody had a book on yeah. him really, <laughs> you know, nobody had actually seen him in the box. Of course, they have books on AAA guys, but and he was lights out. He was incredible. Yeah, for the, the Red that Sox was their, in that playoffs yeah. for the Rays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was their was that the World Series run? I think that yeah. was the, yeah. They they made it and got lost to the <laughs> Phillies. Yeah. So and he was a big reason why. He, and that's what they should do with Urias. I, I would bring him up at the September call-up, 
You know, let him get his link down there, uh, get a feel for being a starter. But, you know, you bring him up and you put him in some leverage situations for the big league club, but in September, you know, where it's not yet playoffs, see how he takes to it. And the the kid's stuff is going to... Oh yeah, it's, it's gonna translate. I I think so. Yeah. I I mean, I really just comes at how how's his head? Yeah, you know, because he's, he's 20, 20, 21, 20, 20, 21. I don't even think he's yeah. twenty one yeah. yet. I think he's twenty. So, but it'd be it's, nice to see. It would. I I mean, if they do call him up sooner, I still can't see it being before June. I do believe June is the arbitration clock for him, so he'd be under control till. Would he be if he, if he comes up? I believe he's if he comes up in June. It's 2018 when he's eligible for arbitration, and then not he's not eligible to be a free agent until like 2021, 2022, I believe. Some, yeah. somewhere in that I, area. It might even be 019 where he's not up forever. Yeah. because I think they get like once because his clock really wouldn't start if they bring him up post June first till next season. Yeah, I so it was yeah. that whole thing that with that Chris, Chris Bryant, Bryant yeah. went through. So <laughs> I don't know too much of the particulars on that. We'll have to get a capologist or a GM here on a GM well, it's a, for it's the show a, it's to... a it's the loophole in the union that they're trying to close now. Yeah. Or at least Scott Boras is trying to close that uh that loophole. Yes, <laughs> I would say. I you know, I I don't know if I really want that to close that loophole because you know, it really helps some of the slower market, uh, the smaller market teams really compete. You know, oh, you yeah. look at a team like Tampa, and like that's how they're able to do it. It's like they lock up their guys and buy out their arbitration years and sign them a long term deal. So they, they stay in there. They did it all those years ago with Longoria. Longoria, they, yeah. they did that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's the only reason why he's still in Tampa. Yeah, and like that, they were able to hang on to Price for that long because of that yeah. same deal, <laughs> and Matt Moore as well, and doing the same thing with Chris. So, you know, I, you do want the teams to have an ability to keep their homegrown talent. So, yeah, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be paid properly. Yeah, but to, they should be, you know, to be able to stay with the team that groomed them. Yeah, <laughs> there should be some type of uh, incentives or something that are just built into that thing. That if guy has a ridiculous season, he gets paid. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys that are like going off the charts and they're they're freshmen and sophomore years and they're making like. Six figures. That's yeah, what is, well, that's uh, yeah. it. Just reminds me of um, what's his name on the Heat, Whiteside, who's making yeah. eight hundred thousand dollars a year, and now is slated to probably make twenty million. Oh, yeah. next year. Well, that NBA is a different story altogether because their their uh, their salary cap set to jump next year and the year yeah. following too. So but it just reminds like, me that's it. Like, but he's, I've even been working on my handle. <laughs> he's but he but if a guy does clearly outperform when they're on these rookie deals. They should. There should be some kind of incentives to to pay them. Yeah, you would think, but I, hopefully it's a, a a front office that realizes the bargain they got and you know buy them out of their arbitration a little yeah. earlier than they they really maybe would. But because now arbitration, I mean, guys are getting huge settlements for arbitration now, uh, bigger than they ever were before. You know, now they're actually you know when they go to arbitration, they are getting market value for yeah. who. Close to it anyway for who they are. Right. So, but the youngins that you know aren't even in arbitration yet. Yeah. I mean, so like they're not even going to get that opportunity. So you just got to take care. Well, of yeah. Them I mean, what if, what if he comes in, pitches lights out, and then you know by 2019, he's not very good, <laughs> and then he never really gets paid. Well, that's that. You know, that's that's the the price you pay. You know, uh, that second raise game. 
the Dodgers were kind of back to earth and up to their yeah. own ways. They were one for thirteen with runners in scoring position that oh, game, yeah. and nine left on base. So that that was not a good showing. And the Rays to get them like the Rays haven't been scoring at all <laughs> to give up eight to them. That wasn't good. No, you know they they had four bombs in that one too, three off three off wood. Yeah, three off wood. <laughs> but like I say. He's pitched worse. <laughs> Believe me. Okay? Dodger fans, you know. Just look at some of his stats last season, some of his stats this season. He's pitched worse. <laughs> but I'd like to see him get a few more because it seemed like he, he has been better the past well, couple he's, starts. He's been really – actually, he's been good at home. So um, – and it's funny because, uh, you know, the Dodgers picked up uh, uh, Casey – how do you say his last name? Fiend. Fiend. Casey mm-hmm. Fiend, you know, off waivers from Minnesota, who was not very good with Minnesota. He had two or three years where he was a yeah, serviceable he did. reliever for them out yeah. of the pen. He actually last year alone he had a three fifty five ERA with a um, six to one strikeout to walk ratio, which isn't too, which isn't bad. No, uh, I mean the, it's really pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I think you come in a world where you're starting to measure everybody against Kershaw, so it doesn't look that good. <laughs> oh no, uh, for the Dodger bullpen, that's actually amazing. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> and it's like you talk all about the depth uh, that we brought into the starting rotation at the beginning of the season, but you know it's good to have arms in that yeah. bullpen. You know, especially where guys have been up and down to this point. You know. Uh, you know, Hatcher, you know, Baez, yeah. even though he's got that live arm, sometimes he leaves a, a few down but, the middle. I always, uh, I always, well, actually, me and my friend always say Baez either comes in and strikes out the side or he'll come in and give up three run home run. That's right. kind of where he is. You know who was like that too was Broxton when they used to have Jonathan Broxton. If he came in and he threw strikes, he was going to be on his game and no problem. Strike out, strike out the side. If he came into the first guy and threw two balls, three balls, yeah. he was giving up a run. Yeah. Just every time. <laughs> I have a question for you, Josh. All right. Why do people continue to run on Yasiel Puig? <laughs> I don't know. And this was a former Dodger. Former who ran Dodger. <laughs> He's got to know the guy has a cannon. There was a Darwin Barney. Tried to stretch that. That's a tough name for me. Darwin Barney. <laughs> yes. Tried to stretch that single. And Puig drilled him. I mean, it was funny. Puig didn't even pick up that ball cleanly. Yeah. And he still drilled him at second base. He is just... We, in... we said it last week. Why do people keep challenging his arms? It's crazy. <laughs> so now, and he's tied in the NL for outfield assists <laughs> with like Mate and uh, Ryan Braun, I believe. I think he's got four of them. People are going to stop. Yeah. It's, know, it, it, they have to. I mean, the guy... I mean, after that story throw... And yeah. After his uh, body, <laughs> I mean, he's throwing bombs that are going... Right where you need him to yeah. go. I mean that that thrown out of Bonnie. Oh man! If it, it goes was, anywhere else, oh, he's safe. It was right, right where Seager's glove was. Right, right where in the front glove of the bag. Was. Yeah, you can't you know waste that point six seconds to catch that ball a little higher and bring it down. Otherwise, no. he's safe. Yeah. So it's right there, and that's why it's like this guy is so amazing. You you have to just get him in there for defensive purposes alone. Well, I th- and and I you think can his, like wait for his bat to come alive. I think his bat will come alive. I, he's too good of a natural hitter for his bat to not come alive. Yeah, uh, I think I think the problem is there's too many people who get in his head when it comes to him swinging. And I think sometimes he just, I mean, I know we don't like it because he likes to first pitch swing and do things like that. But right. sometimes you do have to let him trust his instincts a little bit. Yes. You know, just let him go off his instincts. The guy, you know, the guy can hit. Let him, let him hit a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> Referring to his, uh, I don't know if Scully gave him this nickname when he first <laughs> came up, the wild horse. 
I think actually, I think it was Vinny. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to <laughs> like saddle those guys. No. You do want to let them kind of go off yeah. and then just. And you have to live with the good and the bad. Exactly. That's kind of that's kind of how it is. Exactly. You know, which um, speaking of like last year, we had to live with the good and the bad of Jacques Peterson. This year, he's it, very quietly he's putting together a pretty fabulous season he so is. far. You know, uh, yeah, only a 275 average, but he had three home runs this week. He's slugging 563 for a guy who still has a high strikeout ratio too. Yeah, slugging 563 on base percentage of 379. Yeah, and which, his on base percentage is about 500 over the past two weeks when he's been unconscious. Yeah, and you know? and it's and even the 379 is the highest on the team. Yeah, uh, I think Grandall is next. He has like 373, I believe. Yeah, and so that just goes to show that he is a little bit more plate discipline. Yeah, this year, and he's going the other way. Yeah, which is great to see. But 275, you tell me, Jock Peterson is hitting 275 at the end of the year. I am doing cobwebs oh, yeah, I'm on his very set. Me too. I mean, because <laughs> I was looking at him as more of a 250 guy that yeah. might go for 25, 30 bombs <laughs> at the beginning of the season. But it's like, if he can hit 275. And with 25 or 30 bombs by the end of the year. That's yeah. huge. You know, playing solid defense and center. <laughs> it's like, so it's like almost just defensively, you just have to kind of roll with, you know, Jock and center yeah. and Puig and right and, and just make that. A rotating left field, but and for defense, I do like Thompson in that left field defensively. Me too. As it just for pure defense, and Thompson isn't that bad with the bat, but he's great with the bat. But defensively, Thompson is their best outfield, other outfielder besides right. those two guys. Right. So, and 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 you know he's hit a little bit in that first game in Tampa. He had four RBIs, yeah. a homer. <laughs> you know he is hitting. So I definitely like to see him in the mix. Uh, and see him a lot at left field, but that means like Kike. It's like way to put in. Yeah. You know how much I love or, Kike. He's got to be in there versus lefties, definitely. Or Kendrick, because they like. I mean, in all honesty, I think they're. I I have to do the research on this. I'm sure there's research, but right. I feel like when Utley leads off, they do score more runs. Uh, I feel right. like Utley leading off at this point. Utley leading off is actually their best. I think he's their best leadoff hitter right now. That'd be a nice little homework <laughs> assignment for you for yes. next week's program. The uh, yeah, and just like the little things that he does to Utley's. Oh, did you see that the play? Dive? He, yeah, the dive. Yeah, to save uh, Kershaw oh, in that game. Oh man. yeah. No, I thought that was today. Was, was it today? That today? The, the great diving catch. The great diving yeah. catch, like over, and you can even see, like when you look at this, uh, the home plate cam, you can see like Seager's just there, like <laughs> he's kind of in disbelief, like oh my god, how old is this guy? Yeah, it, it, that was and that was a great you know? play, and oh man, great play, double play because the guy was a hit and run, the guy took off. It was huge, huge. Um, I think you're right. I think that was today. That was that a great was play. Today. Yeah. I didn't think it was double play though. I thought it was just that either got him out of the air or he made it two outs, and they were able to kind of hold the run up. It was it, either way. It was a it was a nice play. <laughs> either way, it was a very nice play. But uh, yeah, so and t- I mean, taking two out of three from the Jays in Rogers Center, yeah. that's impressive, you know. And hopefully, this Dodgers team is not showing up like they're going to be only road warriors. Yeah. Because <laughs> after that homestand and this, you know, and we got a long one coming. Up. No days off yes. on this homestand either. Yes, and it's a big one. <laughs> yeah, we got the Mets for four games, Mets the Cardinals for three, great. the Cardinals for three, the Angels for two here, and then I believe two down, down there. Anaheim. Yeah, <laughs> with no that's no breaks. That's no breaks till next Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so have you? Now that you bring up the Angels, 
you know, they're no longer the Anaheim Angels. They are the... <laughs> well, they will always be the Anaheim the, Angels. The, actually, they will always be the California Angels, because I actually liked that name. I did, too. <laughs> I did, too. But now they call them the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, right? Yes. So isn't that loose... I, I took four years of Spanish, but all my professors <laughs> would tell me I'm pretty bad. But isn't doesn't that translate to the, the Angels, Angels of Anaheim? You know... <laughs> I would. Did I, I just blow your mind? You might have. <laughs> any Spanish speakers out there, you can uh, let us know if that translation's any good. I can, ask, I, can, 13. I can ask my wife. She might know. Oh, there you go. There you go. She's not on headset. She's, 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 she's a silent party today, you know? But, uh, yeah, so looking ahead, I mean... It'd be nice to get on some winning reigns, but the the, the Mets are playing the, some the Mets, good ball. The Mets right are now. tough, man. That pitching staff is so good. I mean, what is it? Mats is one and four, but has a two three ERA. Sick. I mean, <laughs> I think he might have got his second win the other day. Yeah. But, but he, I know he has a losing record with a two yeah. a two three ERA. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, although um, who is it? Syndergaard and Degrom actually got rocked around a little bit last week. Last week I know they got hit a little bit, and then but yeah, then but Har- Syndergaard <laughs> getting hit, it was still like seven innings and three runs. Yeah, it's like, it was yeah. like Kershaw getting hit. Right. You know, that's I mean right. that's what he's becoming the right-handed yeah. Kershaw because he throws with. Uh, I know as good as Arietta is, and Arietta has been brilliant. When you watch Kershaw and you watch Degrom or you watch Syndergaard, it's you know they have that overpowering throw, you know that just I think looks intimidating when you're staring at when you're staring back at it. Whereas Arietta's approach isn't quite like that, but he is pitching lights out. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm wondering about, uh, oh, you know, when you say Arietta, and he is jacked, yeah. <laughs> do you start thinking PEDs for him, where he had such a remarkable turnaround <laughs> I, I coming mean, over from Baltimore? I, we joked with my friends about that because, yeah, he was bad. In I mean, he was their top prospect for years uh, in Baltimore. And he was bad. He had a five-something ERA. They moved him to the bullpen in Baltimore. He didn't seem to find it. All of a sudden, he comes to the Cubs, and he finds it in a season. Not even a season. In a summer, almost, he finds it. You know, in a spring. In a, I mean, sorry, in a winter and a spring, he finds it. It's um, it's a little bit suspect. Yeah, I think so. Much like, much like uh, Jose Batista, who up until he hit his... But forty bombs, he never hit more than fifteen. Right, right. <laughs> oh, he adjusted his swing. That was that was the story. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a little bit of a red flag there. We'll see. I mean, we don't want to digress. This is a Dodgers show, but the Dodgers, because we brought up PEDs, um, the Dodgers. Oh, they suspended. Uh, they did have yeah. a suspension. Uh, Rat, what, Raven or yeah, Raven, Raven, yeah. yeah. Who hasn't been on the team in years? Right. <laughs> Maybe in order to try and make it, he took the wrong substance. Yeah. You know. I mean, we, we talked talked about that a little bit last week. Like, with it only being an eighty game rip, it's like maybe it's worth it. You know, if you you can get to the bigs and kind yeah. of make it happen. Hey, I mean, it worked for. I mean, D. Gordon got his contract. Uh, Johnny Peralta got his contract. Uh, Melky Cabrera even got his contract. I mean, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's uh, it's it's you know you when you weigh the pros and cons. I'm set up for life. I may get banned for 80 games, but I'm set up for life. Uh, it doesn't look so bad. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, who among us? I I might do it. 
if, if that was my option. Mm. In fact, I could probably say I would do it if that I, were my option. <laughs> I mean, I think you can probably tell from the look of me, like, you probably guessed that I've already done it. Oh, but, uh, so, yeah, <laughs> looking ahead to the Mets series. Yeah, we got uh, Mats and Casimir on uh, yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow, Monday. I'll be there tomorrow, yeah. Nice. All right, che- cheering them along. Now, who does Kershaw, who's Kershaw, is he going to... Go in the series? Will he go in that fourth game? He probably will. He should. I mean, his normal rotation day would be that fourth game. Oh, yeah. Give me a little bit more schedule here, people. And he doesn't, uh, he usually doesn't skip. They Unless it's, uh, you know, that where they get the day off, he doesn't skip rotation starts. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Because, I mean, if we can get him going up against, you know. Cologne. Synagogue or Degrom? I mean, <laughs> Cologne. I mean, who, who homered the other day? Cologne is like, I mean, he's like kind of worth checking out. It's almost, it's like a bucket list uh, thing. As, I mean, as, the guy's like foreman. Yeah, when he came out last year in the playoffs, I was at the game with my father, and my father t- turns to me and says, "Looks like me going out there to pitch." <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, just get your dad set up with some PEDs. He can get out there. But you know? uh, well, Cologne. We'll have him out there by Father's Day. Didn't Cologne pitch yesterday though? Which means, wouldn't he kind of go in that game against oh, Kershaw? Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. The, the internet probably isn't what it should be here in the uh, <laughs> lovely AfterBuzz studios here in uh, lovely North Hollywood. But, uh, you know, they set us up in other ways. Look at this beautiful brick studio. Yeah, <laughs> I love this studio. Yeah, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, so even if they take two out of four and just, like, kind of hold serve and then maybe can take... The Cardinals aren't playing well, so... You know, that's what we say, what everybody says, but, like, when a good team doesn't play well, they're at about 500, and the Cardinals are out by about 500. They're just in a good division where they're falling behind teams that are actually playing well. The Cubs don't lose. The Cubs don't lose. The Pirates, like, ripped off eight straight, you know? So, like, they're playing well, too. But, you know, I think the Cardinals are a little bit of a sleeping giant, you know? What's funny, they're having trouble actually holding leads, which is usually not their issue. Right. Uh, I was just, I happened to be at the, at a bar with my father on yesterday waiting for the Kentucky Derby to start. So we watched the end of the Pirates. Well, Dodgers are already over because they started. Mad early. <laughs> they started very yeah. early. So we're watching the end of the Pirates uh, Cardinals. And yeah, um, Rosenthal came in, promptly gave up three hits and the tie and run. Yeah. Like without, and Rosenthal used to be lights out. Yeah. I mean, you know, that 100 mile an hour fastball coming in and. It, it looks like they and throughout the season they've had trouble holding leads. It's yeah. just their their relief pitching is not right now not as strong as it has been in the past. Right, but as we've talked about with the Dodger bullpen, it's an up and down season. Yeah, and we're, we're trying to stay <laughs> oh, patient you, with them. You can never count the Cardinals. Yeah, and besides, yeah. the Cardinals usually kick our butt. So right, <laughs> and the Cardinals could also be in that that situation where. You know, here it comes. It's September first. You know, they're within striking distance yeah. of a playoff spot, and they bring up two flamethrowers to throw the seventh and eighth for them. Yeah, you exactly. Know, exactly what the Dodgers should be doing with Urias. Or, you know? or with De Leon. De Leon finally he's pitched this week. Yeah. I think it's the first time he's pitched uh, this season so far in the minors. Yeah, uh, pitched this week, so he's coming around too. They have uh, Jarrell Cotton, mm-hmm. another guy who they think uh, they might bring up, who's been pitching. Right. Uh, the Cuban kid is still. Um, in single A ball, yeah. I believe he's still in single A ball. But if they keep him as a reliever, which I'd like to see them do, he could jump up yeah. and maybe even still help the team this year. Which I, I would, think will happen, actually. Yeah, I would like to see them 
maybe take that route with Urias, like we were saying. Keep him as a starter for most of the AAA season. And then really think about bringing him along. But I, w- I would keep, uh, you know, Cotton and uh, De Leon still on that starter yeah. regime, you know. Because you, 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 you don't know. As much as you think your depth is, yeah. <laughs> these guys, Ryu could come back, be out in one start. Same thing with Brett Anderson, yeah. you know. Same thing with McCarthy. Who knows, you know. Well, Stripling could go <laughs> down. So... Well, Stripling, you may you may know um, he might run out of gas. That's he, what yeah, it is. You know, uh, I mean, he gets to 140 se- innings. Yeah. Come September, he might not be able to pitch anymore, for yeah. all we know. You know, Absolutely so. right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but it was a light week this week for the Dodgers. They yeah. only have five games, so hopefully they rest it up and you know, they can bring those bats back from the roll. Even a very hated person on this show, mostly out of my mouth, <laughs> uh, you know, Kyle Crawford. I think had a couple two hit games he this did, week. Surprisingly, oh no, yeah. I, I share the Carl Crawford. Hate. Yeah, uh. <laughs> well, it's just because he's so old, and makes so much, and like that left field is one of the only positions now because we talk about our love for going yeah. Jock and Yasiel to really kind of get those bats going. You yeah, know? <laughs> you know, and another reason why I think that um, you can. You know, maybe do that thing with the pitches where you elongate after Kershaw and have five. And it's because you can carry the 12 pitches or the 13 pitches yeah. because of the versatility on this team. Yeah. You know, between Kendrick and Utley and Kike, you know, and even Austin Bonds when he's in the mix. Can and play even a and Vince Slyke, like, when it's like all those Vince like had another setback, now he's he going to be out for a while. Probably, so. probably mid June, they yeah. say on him. So, and really, I, there's so many guys I want to see in left field before I see Vince. Like, I'd rather see Kike or Trace there, yeah. you know, before him. So, but, you know, it's all about playing matchups and trying to get these guys at bats. But, you know, that's why Dave Roberts is, is making some good loot. You know? <laughs> uh, anything to say before we, we get get out of Dodge? No, I think that's, uh, I think that's about it. I actually think we'll see Casey, uh, Fiend? Yeah, is he going to be? I think he will be up with the team tomorrow. Yes. Okay. I believe so. I mean, and this is a guy that with Minnesota, he had like three straight years of pitching like you know sixty plus innings out of the pen and being serviceable. He's a fly ball pitcher, which in Dodger Stadium can be a good thing because usually balls go to die in the outfield there. That's why you don't see too many home runs. Right. So he's being in a ravine. Yeah. So maybe him being in Dodger Stadium, maybe that's what they're thinking. Flyball pitcher, he's in Dodgers, and he goes against the NL West. Aside from Colorado, not not hitter friendly parks. Yeah, and so. anybody that doesn't cost you much, that is a bullpen piece and can yeah. be depth. Bring him in, Dodgers. <laughs> you know, competition breeds performance, right? <laughs> that is right. Excellent. So, gang, I know this week uh, we uh, we're in the eight o'clock spot, but we'll be now in nine o'clock Pacific, starting next week, and probably nestle into that. Uh, pot for a little bit and uh, for those of you that kind of listen in with us live we appreciate you Uh, rank us on the iTunes if you listen on that or let us know on the YouTube if we're doing a good job or just say hello or you know you know, you tweet Josh. Yeah, you can let, tweet me. Let him know. Give him a couple <laughs> questions about what we should talk next week. Or uh, even if you're at the ball game, go and say hello to him. You know? Uh, for Joshua Gershon, I am Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Dodgers Rap 360. Thanks for sitting in with us, guys. Go Dodgers! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.